Well, ladies and gentlemen, since Tom Cruise's epic masterpiece, The Mummy, couldn't seem to raise the dead, we decided to cleanse your palate this week with the 1999 classic starring Encino Man himself, The Mummy. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasure. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Ooh. I'm not even doing a dance anymore. This is just my cardio for the week. My, just, my arms are tired. I'm just beyond, usually I calisthenic do that. shake weights. I do that. Isn't um, that what calisthenics are when you do like your own body weight? Uh, you're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> you used to do P90X. Yeah, I remember. Yep. I specifically that though. I don't know what calisthenics. We did means. like I remember we were doing sketch comedy back in the day, and you would come with like these pre-made, super yep. healthy meals, uh-huh. and I was like. Well, okay, meals is very generous. <laughs> yeah. It was not it was just like, like a snack. A combination of stuff that I was allowed to eat put oh, yeah. in a bowl. Oh yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't like a cohesive meal. It no. was just like stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we're hey, we're just gonna talk about diet plans with extreme workouts. Specifically that mine. Sound? Yeah. All right, all so right. I'm just gonna retweet this real quick. There we go. Guilty movie pleasure fans. We are back this week. I am at the Ben Begley on Twitter. Ben Begley, your host, and over here we got Jesse McIntosh. Hi there, folks. At too much Jesse. I feel like we should start doing that. And I, I know that's like the typical thing you're supposed to do, and you know I what? never remember. We should have like stuff that we do. You know, maybe. I don't know. Like we should at maybe. least yeah have an outline of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Just throwing it out there, just a thought. Our but... show is so loose; it's barely a show. Sometimes <laughs> I can I be honest with the viewers. I I'm not wearing pants half the time. There you go. That's yeah. real. I'm not wearing socks uh, at least one out of the times we've so, recorded. Sometimes this. I wear one sock. Sometimes. <laughs> so we're talking about. Um, I was trying really hard to go see the Tom Cruise mummy movie before this week, and I did not get a chance to. Um, but I've heard nothing but but terrible things. Okay, hold on. My wife is texting me. Yep, we're sleep training my daughter, so she's updating me on her naps. Nice. Uh, we could talk about nice. my daughter's nap schedule and yeah. your exercise instead of the movie today <laughs> and your meal plans. Perfect. No, but I didn't get a chance to see it, but the overwhelming response from fans and critics alike is that it... Um, it's not good. Not great. A lot of people are just saying it's not terrible. It's just meh. And that's not worth the price of admission anymore. You got to do better than meh. I honestly haven't heard anyone say that they enjoyed it for any reason. Yeah. Like no one, no one has said like, it wasn't great, but I really liked this part. Yeah. No one has even said the that. The only it's thing I've heard is that a unanimous, eh. the female, uh, uh, the, the female mummy I heard is cool, but that's it. That's real specific. That's, that's it. like, I heard they're like r- the villains cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's I not just bring me out. when I saw the trailer, I remember being like, when it started, I was like, "Ooh, what is this?" And then I was like, "Oh, it's a mummy movie. Why the fuck is Tom Cruise in this?" And I remember watching the trailer over and over again, trying to convince myself I was going to like it and be like, "It just it looks not good." Yeah, yeah. And so, they're trying to start like an Avengers universe of monsters, right? So this is sort of like I I heard for anyone who watches or who listens to pardon me the Watch podcast. This is um, they're making this. Uh, Oh, this particular point, what, what happened to you? Coffee's terrible. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I just drank dumpster coffee. I mean, don't don't let me interrupt. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. No, it's no. It's like the third time Absolutely. I've done that to you, where you're like mid thought and something happens to me, and My- I'm like, Bleh. like I said, we're barely a show. Continue. <laughs> this is this that was actually the only moment we have outlined for today. <laughs> Was me three minutes in say something and Ben going? I'm gonna put that over there. And me like now sort of subconsciously thinking he was reacting to me for the rest of the show and be like, was that was that? And then he played it off for the coffee. Um, But they were making the point that like there is there is now becoming sort of a trend where like movie stars 
are aren't selling films nearly as much and the um the product is selling so mm-hmm. then the name recognition of the franchise is selling yeah um so you were talking about baywatch before we got started and yeah how, i saw that today how, my father-in-law wanted to go uh, and i love the rock and I like Zac Efron a lot, and the whole cast I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Fucking hated that movie. I, like, I love the beach. I, so I love like, the beach. I love the Baywatch '90s show. I'm still reeling from how I laughed four times in that movie. Right. So, but the the basic point there was that like the, prop, the, 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 the IP, yeah, the property. Because like what Baywatch did with the film isn't at all what the television show was and what people no. are used to. But they wanted this. They buddy, tried to twenty lifeguard yeah. movie, and they used Baywatch to sell the film. Like chips came out too. Kind, yeah, like, everything yeah, exactly. is just like exactly. Hollywood's just constantly looking for IPs to be like, hey, you've seen this before. Go see it again. Right. So it sort of feels like that's what happened with Tom Cruise's The Mummy because, and I also didn't see it in the i didn't even try to see it i wasn't i didn't have good intentions i was just like i'm out nope um but i'll probably see it but having seen this it just seems tonally like a totally different franchise it just it doesn't seem the same at all it's not supposed to be serious right but but why like if then make it something else you know what i mean tom cruise tom cruise is an action movie sells films to me like there's a proven track i fucking love tom cruise i know he's kind of wacko in real life but i've also heard he's a nice dude, his crazy other Scientology stuff aside, right. you know, but I've heard he's a nice dude. I've heard, I've, I know people who've worked with him who've said he's just an incredibly gracious person. I can't think of a movie other than maybe Jack Reacher I didn't really get into, but like Edge of Tomorrow's fantastic. Like there's so many good movies he's come out. The Mission Impossible movies are fucking They're awesome. Great. They're great. And so I was like, oh, maybe this will be a fun action horror thing. And yeah. it just sounds like a train wreck. So just sell a Tom Cruise back from the dead movie and like yes. then I'll then I would be much more Make interested. a Tom Cruise zombie movie, which is what I've heard this movie is, basically. Yeah, so there you Anyways, go. Anyways, we're talking about the mummy from nineteen ninety nine, Brendan Fraser, Encino Man himself, uh in my two top Brendan Fraser movies are this and in fact I think the only two I actually like Hmm. Now I'm going to have to go back through his IMDb and tweet out School Ties? George of the Jungle. Ties? Yeah, he was in School Ties. That was, that was not bad. That was not bad. George of the Jungle, yeah. you mentioned. Crash, we talked about last I, week I after the show. Cra- your- Crash, <laughs> as what I like to call, uh, um, it's racism for dummies. It's like um, the way to make uh, people with white privilege watch a movie and go, I understand racism I get now. It. I get it. Before Thank film, you, Paul Haggis. I didn't realize there was racism. <laughs> it's... Uh, this I, blows my mind. There are so many far better films than Crash. And anyway, so that's we're, like, like we said, listen, we're barely it's a show. The only time that you can see Brendan Fraser and Ludacris in the same yes. film. So At that I know. know. So uh, this movie, uh, I remember seeing it in theaters and thinking it was a blast. It felt, um, I believe Tony Morrow was saying on Twitter. I think it was Tony. If not, I'm sorry. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it was Tony who was saying that uh, it's like an Indiana Jones movie. It's like the best Indiana yeah, Jones movie yeah. since The Last Crusade. And it's definitely better than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I fucking love this movie. I remember seeing the second one and thinking it was too shitty CGI, and I never saw the third one. I never saw Scorpion King. So I don't know. I don't have a frame of reference. But this movie's awesome. You've never seen it, though. I had never seen it. No. What was your... Like, how did it live up, and how did it... Did it was it did it uh, age well? So, yeah. I, like, it was, it was a very, like, mindless watch for me. And we'll see when we get into the plot, like, how much I was able to retain. Yeah. Because I, I actually watched it on the tale of, like, having to wake up because my... my my dog diarrhea all over our house. Oh, perfect! So I was like a little bit groggy when I was watching it. Um, so just for the image out there, I hope you guys are eating dinner while you listen or watch. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm, dog um, shit. Yeah, but uh, but no, it's like it's got a really fun, uh, like campy 
sort of like romp vibe. Yeah, but um, we're talking not too campy. Yeah, it never gets so dumb where you're like, oh come on. Which a lot of movies nowadays, if they try and be campy, they push it. I'm trying to think of a of an example recently that has this kind of tone. And by the end of the show, I will think of something. But there's like edge of my seat. There, action movies now are either too serious or too goofy, and I think that this really strikes a great balance of having some genuine kind of creepy mummy moments and some horror elements with some really funny stuff. And just that that opening scene with Rachel Vice where she's in the library, and you tweeted out how you're so concerned for the library. <laughs> well, I, yeah. So I was I couldn't stop thinking about it while I was watching the rest of the movie. I was like, <laughs> who cleaned up this library? A. Yeah. B. The like head librarian who turned out to be one of the like, magi. Yeah. He dies. Yeah. And as far as I can tell, he and she were the only two employees of this library, and the only two patrons too. It right. Like. Exactly. And now he's dead, and she's a celebrity. So like, who? cares enough about this library to resurrect its yeah. glory i'm i was i like well, it was on the top of my mind the whole we'll movie. get into that and let's do the plot in under three minutes first right. and then we're gonna roll into some fun stuff and some sound clips but uh plot in under three minutes are we ready in the booth it looks it looks like it okay Ooh. in three two one. So we have this intro with Imhotep and uh, Anaximarun. Uh, I think that's a candy bar. Anyways, uh, this, he's in love with the Pharaoh's wife. They're having an affair. The Pharaoh finds out. He gets pissed. They murder him Julius Caesar style. And then he gets uh, they, she gets taken away and killed. And then he goes to take her and resurrect her. And then the Pharaoh's bodyguards show up out of nowhere. Like they were there the whole time. And they're like, ha we're going to kill you too. And he gets this curse that's like the worst curse ever, but also makes him the most powerful like mummy spirit ever for some reason yeah, we're, we're gonna like contain you unless you become uncontained and then, then you're the worst fucked. evil ever yeah, yeah it doesn't make any sense uh and then we cut to the present day in cairo boom okay so brendan fraser is with a group of people who are invading french this place. uh the french army i it's, think it, maybe um it's unclear to me um but they're they're invading and lots of accidents we don't really know why <laughs> there's just like shooting um and he's shooting people who turned out to later be on their side and yeah. so that was a little bit of a uh, cluster, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then okay, so then he gets run out of there, um, and and then Rachel Weiss is in the library, and the library columns fall down. Which your um, your which most devastating are, moment? That's that's <laughs> you where love books. I, that's where I lost the plot right there. <laughs> Take it away, Ben. Okay, so <laughs> then then we're introduced to the fact that uh, she has found out that there's um, the city of the dead is what she wants to go find. Uh, she f- here they find this key. Her brother, who's this drunk who wants to go find treasure, um, they find out that it's this guy who was in town who punched. Her her brother and it turns out to be brendan fraser he's now long-haired it's three years later he's kind of a rapscallion now he's a drunkard and uh they hang him and while he's hanging she talks to i called him um uh middle eastern charlie day is, yeah. is what i guess yeah. he sounds just like charlie day with sure. an accent and uh she convinces him to free brendan fraser right before he dies he has a superhuman neck strength we'll get into that yep. uh freeze him they all go on this journey they get on a boat with these Americans and this other British dude, and then the Magi come and attack, and it's that dude that's in every movie, the ethnically ambiguous yeah. dude who plays everything yep. in Resident Evil, whatever. They show up, they kill a bunch of people, they escape, they get on, you're on the wrong side okay. of the river, yep. Benny! Your turn! And, and so, okay, so then they, they go, they steal some camels, or they buy some camels, yep. and uh, the camels outrace the horses to the city. Sort of, um, somehow. I, I guess. Um, and then they get to the city, and they're, like, digging around, and then they find a book, and they say the the spell that they weren't supposed to say, um, and then the... M- mummy comes the along. Mummy comes alive. They run the fuck out of but there. But the mummy is not fully formed yet, so they can scare the mummy with a cat. And then... Uh, they go back to Cairo for a brief stint. Mummy comes, starts fully regenerating. 
fighting and uh, I, and then um, there's like uh, they, they have all these hordes of people that have boils now that are his slaves they end up going she, he kidnaps her to then resurrect his lost love they go back to the temple I'm gonna let you take it oh away boy, yeah there you uh, go <laughs> throwing you under the bus no, um, they go back to the but, temple yeah they go back to the temple and uh, Brendan the ceremony fights, fights a bunch fights of them, mummies yeah. and then he, they save her right before they kill him he becomes mortal because his soul gets dragged off and then he kills her and then she's alive and then they all go right off with the treasure and the thing collapses there you go sorry I, I totally I like, fucked you in no, the end you there didn't, th- you were right to do that but I like th- for some reason I blanked out on the ending just now here's the thing I have to get this off my chest because this drove I fucking love this movie I think it's super fun but this is a device that happens it happened in X-Men Apocalypse it happens in I assume the new mummy just from the trailers and a ton in a lot of movies where Rachel Weisz's character is solely responsible for thousands of people's deaths in this movie. Yes. She is entirely responsible. They find the book. Nothing's happened yet. There's been some guys that got burnt by the, the medieval booby trap, the Egyptian booby trap of the salt acid water or whatever that sure. melts her skin. There's been countless signs saying, don't read this book. Yep. Uh, the Magi show up. They almost killed them over it. Also, the Magi doesn't really do a great job. There's So people knowing their roles in this movie is like a very, very confusing balance. I just want to get these two big points out of the way yeah. first, then we'll get into the plot. Because, yeah. because the thing that drove me crazy is like she's warned by the Magi who say, you have one day to leave or else we're coming here to kill all of you because this is an ancient evil you shouldn't mess with. What does she do that night? Fucking reads from the Book of the Dead. It's called yeah. the Book of the Dead. Yep. You know? And so she reads from it. The mummy gets unleashed. And the Magi should have just stopped them. That's their job. That's their sacred duty for thousands of years. Yes. And they kind of drop the ball. Because they're like, we'll trust you. And it's also a convenient plot device to allow you to read there's, this. So there's, there's a lot. There were a lot of moments where I was like, you are really testing how much faith I have in this movie right now. Because, like, so there's definitely that. And then, not to, like, skip all the way ahead, but when Brendan Fraser is fighting, like, in the last battle, they have the book that can stop the mummy. Like, they're trying to read the spell that can stop the mummy. And they're probably within 20 feet of this mummy, completely unmolested. Just, like, sitting there trying to decipher yeah. an old language. And, no, like, the mummy is attacking Brendan Fraser. And he has and other like, mummies that could also why attack. Why isn't anyone attacking the only person that can stop you? And they also do the thing that uh, they did in Terminator Salvation and every other action movie ever where there's a strong villain. Where I love when the villain approaches the good guy picks them up and then tosses them across the room yeah and then goes again and tosses them again and it's like which is no bad guy would ever do that would be like haha i got you finally goodbye unless unless the bad guy is like the neighborhood dog who just like goes and gets just toys fetch. and then wants someone to loves throw it. playing fetch yeah all right let's get into this from the beginning <laughs> So the beginning starts off, and what's funny is that uh, when I first started watching this, my Bluetooth headphones weren't working, and the dialogue wasn't there, and I just saw subtitles and music, and Ooh. I was like, this is an interesting choice to do a silent film. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> oh I just got to reconnect him. Anyway, so the, the beginning, there's nothing really that crazy, except for the fact that they set up, um, how they set up the mummy and his curse is our first sound clip. And this is another thing that is wildly confusing to me, why if this guy was so uh, evil in his life and killed the pharaoh and was cursed, 
Why would they allow him to be so powerful in death? Why not curse him with... Well, let's play the curse first, and then we can make up other versions of what it should be. Can we play clip number one? The Magi would never allow him to be released, for he would arise a walking disease, a plague upon mankind, an unholy flesh-eater with the strength of ages, power over the sands, and the glory of invincibility. That's a lot! Yeah. Power over the stand, sands, a plague on the flesh. The glory of invincibility. Glory of invincibility. The glory of invincibility is my favorite because <laughs> you're like, I guess everyone is invincible until they're not. So yeah. like he, there was also an undoing of the invincibility. So like he's not really invincible. No, in unless you read a book. Right. But the thing is for me, I, is it because of the black magic he already practiced or the curse because they mummified him with those creepy beetles that yeah. ate him alive slowly mm-hmm. which then ironically hundreds of them ate him slowly whilst one kills uh middle eastern charlie day instantly instantly instantly, <laughs> instantly. Yep. that seems creepy as shit by the way oh, yeah we'll get into that but i just thought that was such a weird curse it's like maybe i think maybe it's because of his dabblings in 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 the the black magic and and the mystical arts because i can't imagine them being like you are bad. We're going to curse you. Where if anybody opens this, the whole world is fucked. Maybe it's one of those things. Like, this is not any, an exact uh, an exact parallel, but, like, with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like, with such a terrible curse comes such great power if released. If released. Okay. So okay. that's that's I where that. I was, like, sort of negotiating. I love that this guy sounds like uh, Dracula when he... With the great power of instability. <laughs> I mean, sounds like a count. One, two, three. That's how ancient Egyptians talk. It's so crazy. That's The dude is... I forget his name. He's in everything. It's probably going to be on the back here. Nope, it's not. Um, <clears throat> he's in, like, the Resident Evil movies. He's in everything. He's not particularly that good of an actor, but he, he just fits everywhere. He just fits everywhere. Fits They're everywhere. just like, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You can play a magi. Well, this um, is also like so. I I sort of zoned out of this whole exposition portion because it like it was so layered in complication. Yeah, it was like okay, so he's being mummied, and then. The the woman that he was with is also killed and like almost she, resurrected but not but not and like to resurrect her like there there were just so many stipulations yeah. and I was like I hope that this isn't super important to me understanding the rest of the movie <laughs> and then you went oh, fuck. oh boy it kind of well, was I guess it was oh well um, yeah that's a lot of movies do that exposition dump where you're like no. But it's like it's an exposition dump from a world we're not familiar with, yeah. which is the problem. Like yeah. if, it, if it were just like in 1999, this is what happened. Then I'd be like, oh, okay. oh I remember I, I 1999. Sort of like, Y2K. Yeah. <laughs> Y2K happened. People were freaked People out. People were freaked out because they were like, it says it on our zippers. They've known it. Yeah, my, Y2K on the zipper. My instant messenger is going to screw up my PC. That that was an impression, by the way, of nineteen ninety nine. Was it people. Channing Tatum again? Was Channing Tatum here? Can you? Yeah, man. Hey, if if anyone's interested in my like actual Channing Tatum impression, check out my Instagram because I put it up today. Nice Ch- Channing Tatum from Magic Mike. Check it out. Uh, I did an impression at Too Much Jesse on Instagram. I like it. Little, I like it. Personal plug. I like it. So then uh, we cut to. We cut to now 1923 present day of this film. Yeah, uh, there's a giant battle, like we said. Um, where the Magi are watching 
I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I'm not just saying it wrong every time. Then I'll feel like an idiot. Whatever. It's a made-up group of people. So um, they're watching over as this battle happens around this sacred city that's supposed to be impossible to find. But there's <laughs> right. hundreds of Which people. Everyone keeps finding. Fight, fighting around it. Yeah. Um, the general runs off, and Benny, who is just just a cut up in this, oh boy, turns to character. Brendan Fraser and says, "Can we play clip number two? Oh, sorry. Play it again. You just got promoted. <laughs> I don't know what accent he's doing. You just got promoted. Oh, he's doing a weasel accent. <laughs> he's doing it. He's seen a lot of movies, and I forgot to look up what else he's been in. Can we look up what else Benny from The Mummy he's been in? It's pretty good accent that I'm doing right this now. Is, I'm trying to place what you're doing. It's, it's, it's almost, similar to Benny. It's but almost Borat. It's between Benny and a little bit of Borat. It's it's like a, a very effeminate Borat is what yes. you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, Benny's kind of like this uh, total uh, weasel. And uh, Brendan Fraser gets promoted because he's the next in line. And um, they have this moment of like, Braveheart moment, like, hold, steady, fire! And then he gets chased off by everybody to this area where tremors attack him, basically, in the sand. Right. There's a bunch of, like, sand bursts. And then as he runs off, he conveniently misses the face of the mummy, which, if he's entombed, how is his face... Right. I don't know. It's still cool looking. It's a lot of it is cool looking, but like what? Like right, yeah. even even the I ripples were like what? what I don't, is that I don't from? understand the rules, but yeah. I, I like it. And also, like Brendan Fraser was, uh, like it seemed like they were defending. Yeah, because they were being attacked. Maybe they just got chased over that way. I guess. Uh, I, but so, I have no backstory. Yeah, it was so. Again, like I was like, ah, no, this whatever. Isn't important. So we already <laughs> talked at length. Uh, how Rachel Weisz pulls a Chevy... I, I call it the Chevy Chase from Christmas Vacation yeah. when he's on the ladder and he does the whoop, 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 whoop and like tries to kick back from the tree. Yep. She basically does a mean Chevy Chase, only she looks way cuter than Chevy Chase. Let me be... Sorry, She Chevy. is adorable in this movie. Chevy or Chevy? What do you think? I like Chevy. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. I think it's Chevy Chase, Chevy actually. Chevy. I, Rachel Weisz is... And I, she's adorable in this movie. Yeah, she's... She's beautiful she's in general, but she's super cute and she plays that kind of um, book nerd, damsel in distress, really well to a comedic, comedic degree, mm-hmm. but never going to an annoying uh, place for me. Yeah, and she's just, she's just a lovely actress. I, I think she's awesome. And just uh, she's lovely. Just to be fair about how we're talking about um, the two leads, we had a discussion before we started about Brendan Fraser, and we concluded what? Yeah, well, that's what I was trying to think while I was watching Brendan Fraser, just in completely objective opinion i yeah. was trying to be like is he attractive or not yeah and i i concluded that he was i think so i'm pretty sure i like, can see the appeal yeah i when i was younger and this is part of the reason i didn't see the mummy in the first place i didn't love brendan fraser as a performer yeah but i i'm i'm totally turned on brendan fraser i understand I, why for this specific kind of movie he yeah. he hit this he had a stride with this sure for did. a while yeah he did like 10 years of movies like this and then who knows like, like exactly like exactly this. like yeah. he did several sequels to this <laughs> yeah, he, did. Yeah. <laughs> he did two more yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. so uh let's keep going then we have um uh they they i, I always put Brent, they always put encino man uh we talked about how oh he when they hang him when um yeah. <laughs> when uh middle eastern charlie day or when egyptian charlie day is what i'm gonna call him when egyptian charlie day i wish i pulled a sound clip he sounds just like charlie day with an accent it's like if Charlie Day did a yeah. little bit of an accent, and then he just yells a lot. <laughs> it's 
That's the worst impression. The, the accent work on today's show is impeccable. <laughs> I don't know. My Charlie Day impression <laughs> sounded more like a Sesame Street character on meth. So anyways, holy shit. We've said, like I said, this show's barely a show. We've got 23 minutes left and we're on minute 10. Uh, when he gets hung, first of all, he falls like... 13 feet. At least. At least. At least. At least one like, story of a building or two. for sure is dead at that and point. And I think it, I think he has, a, he has a strong neck! Yes. <laughs> Charlie Dan. <laughs> Egyptian Charlie. I just get, I'm going to put that on my voicemail. When, Hello, you've reached Ben! Anyway. I was like, I think I reached the wrong Ben. <laughs> That's the worst impression ever. <laughs> Fuck, I should have just pulled his voice as a I sound think, clip. I think I reached Charlie Day pretending <laughs> to be Ben. So, anyway. Is so, Charlie Day doing a Ben impression? So he's right hanging now? forever. He's hanging for way longer than any person. A, his neck would have snapped. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. He gets freed. They go. There's a little bit of a, a romantic tension, which they play really well yeah, in this. That's pretty fun. Funny. That yeah. fun. I, I, I need more of that in movies nowadays. I think that's a great. Um, I think actually Wonder Woman had great uh, romantic tension between Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor. Yeah, and I was just going to say it like, has to be earned, and I think this movie earns that romantic tension. It does. Like the only moment where I was like, "This seems out of place," was when Brendan Fraser like trips over himself to like. I, there was one yeah, moment in the yeah. middle where he's like, "Oh, I, uh, I." Uh, it's when I she got comes out and, when uh, she comes out in like the the garb. It's like his kryptonite yeah. is the is the traditional Egyptian garb. He's like, oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. Uh, yeah, it's like, he's all of a sudden like twelve years old and embraces again, yeah. and it's like, what? What the fuck just happened to Brendan Fraser? Yeah, it's super I weird. was, I had convinced myself he was handsome, and now I'm like, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, it made no sense. Um, so then they get on this boat, and they're gonna go, and they, there's these Americans there as well with this uh, this very this very British man um, <laughs> who wants to also find the Book of the Dead, and um, then Benny shows up, and can we play clip number three, please? My little buddy Benny. Okay, I hear well, that I... it ain't my little buddy Benny. You know, that when I first heard that it made me kind of have a little post-traumatic stress. Yeah. Because um I was severely picked on when I was a kid. Mm. And <clears throat> this guy whose name rhymes with Schmishmamby. Uh you know who you, you are. You know who you are, Schmishmamby. He thanks, used to thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate I mean, it. we're cool now that he <laughs> listens to my podcast. But uh <laughs> in seventh grade he used to pick on me a ton. And he would kind of, uh, he would make me feel lesser than by calling me Little Benny and stuff like that. And like, my, I was like, my name is Ben. Yeah. It's not Little Benny. And I remember one time he slammed me up against a locker and he said, Well, if it ain't my little buddy Benny. And I'm like, don't use buddy ironically. We're not buddies. Yeah. And why do I have to be little? I was like the same height as him. Come on. Schmishmamby. Schmishmamby. You fucking dick. You motherfucker. <laughs> So I was. There was uh, a real bully whose <laughs> name does rhyme with Schmishmamby. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> That's a true story. Um, I was. Uh, I took an Italian class over the summer once, uh-huh. um, and I like couldn't get it. I was. I'm just the worst at other languages. Um, but I. I had like sat down and tried to memorize all the words that we were going to be tested on, and the only one that I could remember was B E N E. Uh-huh. Which um, I'm pretty sure is uh, either good or beautiful or something like that. Bene? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's exactly it. Oh yeah. Um, and so then they we got the test, uh, our vocab test, and they had chosen just three words for us to translate. Ah. And I guessed on two, and then the third one was B E N E, and I was like, Well, if it ain't my little buddy Benny. <laughs> And they're like, that's not how you pronounce it, man. That's. And they're like, we're taking that point back. Yeah, <laughs> we're taking that point back they're, from you. They're like, the the accent work on this test is impeccable. So this is where we have uh, a moment where the magi show up, 
God, I hope I... Uh, fuck it. If I, just troll me if I'm pronouncing it wrong. Whatever. They show up, and they just start straight murdering people. Yeah. And then getting murdered themselves. Uh, so, again, they're willing to flat-out murder people before they get there. Right. But then What's, once they get there, they're like, we'll give you one day by the fire. So this was weird. Like, when, when they got there, they still attacked them. But Brendan Fraser, is this where he got the dynamite? And they were like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, and, they, and he pulled the wick out, and he was yeah. like, all right, forget it for now. Yeah. And it's like, wait, what? I guess dynamite. You guys are thousands of your, your generations of you. So really, as much as it is Rachel Vice's fault, it's really main dude from the Magi's fault yeah. who who dropped the ball. I'm curious. I was also curious about what they did for a living. Yeah, because they spent a lot of time defending the city. But like, what else did they? There do? wasn't anyone else in the city, so like, how do they get food? How do they get food? And there's a lot know, of things necessities. So, so when they're when all mm. hell's breaking loose, and Brendan Fraser's full on, he double barrels like John Woo style this whole yeah, time. He does it a lot, and his guns have. Clearly, six bullets in him, but he never reloads. He has infinite. He's blessed he, with the the power of invince in, yeah, infinite bullets. Yeah. <laughs> I what, fucked that up. No, but my my favorite part of his guns. So a couple things. One, he uh, when he's done with them, he just throws, throws them. them. He doesn't it. reholster them. He's There's just a like, Costco back then. I, just guns. <laughs> he just like I get these on wholesale. I definitely can't acquire bullets independent of guns, so I'm just gonna get rid of this gun. <laughs> he just buys the he guns. Just gets the gun. He doesn't know how to load guns. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's, the thing. that's his weakness. And then the other thing, um, what I was going to pull, the sound clip that I was going to pull, but I couldn't because shout out to Voodoo for not being able to restore my video. Um, But uh, they, they were warned early on, you can't shoot these mummies. Yeah. And they repeatedly, repeatedly try and shoot the mummies. Just waste those and, preloaded guns. Yeah. And there was one clip where someone just unloaded, I think it was the brother, unloaded two revolvers. Yeah. And then just like clicked blanks for like way longer than oh, anyone no, it should was have the ever done one it. american guy who gets killed the, yeah the yeah, second yeah. american and it's just like click 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 yeah. it's like okay like you're out man you're out you're out yeah just it's fine just yeah. wave the white flag here so while these magi are attacking uh we have the americans going gun crazy and can we play clip number four <laughs> and the british man looks oh. at him and the British guy looks at him and goes, Americans. Americans. Which I'm pretty sure right now, given the climate of our country and politics and um, anything Trump tweets and anything about gun control right now, this is pretty much a clip yeah. from Fox News. Can we yeah. play it again? Because I'm pretty sure I played Fox News when they were interviewing a BBC reporter, and this is what happened. Yeah, you know, they were were actually showing a video from a Trump rally where he had a rally at a firing range, and they all just went nuts. That's even if it wasn't specifically at a firing range, they are they're all considered at a firing range, (laughs) pretty much. Yeah, shots fired at every range with uh, him. So, uh, anyways, moving on from that, there's not much more we can do with that one. Uh, The boat blows up. Yeah, it gets caught on fire, blows up. They swim ashore. I should have pulled this clip. He's like, Benny, you're on the wrong side of the river. Yeah. <laughs> he really drags out that R. It's fantastic. Well, because Benny yells at him, looks like I got all the horses. Looks like oh, you're on the wrong side of the river. Yeah. It's like, well, just cross it. Yeah. You all already. It's fine. You just spent a lot of time in the water. It's yeah. Fine. You guys are all capable swimmers. Uh, I, I put again, uh, 
Egyptian Charlie Day. Well, so when they get to the tombs, the a the camels run faster than yeah. the horses. Makes no sense, but it's amazing. Those are the fastest fucking camels fastest I've ever camels seen. Alive. Egyptian Charlie Day gets stoked on these blue, like what looks like beetle medallions, until one of them drops in the sand and awakens, crawls up his foot under his flesh yep. and into his brain, and then he comes running out and smashes his head so hard against the wall he dies. I remember as, as a young, you know, high school lad, that freaking me out a little bit. That was kind of disgusting. I can see why. Uh, and nobody wants to, even Egyptian, he was like, hey, it's in my head. I am Egyptian Charlie Day. It's good. It's good. Here's, it here's, never stop. It never gets old. So here's me. how Channing Tatum would have said it. Yeah. Man, it's in my head. <laughs> Man, that is, my nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Oh, and I love the fact that everything happens conveniently in this movie. But don't no, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm bagging on it because it's fucking hilarious and it's it's a perfect campy movie. But they find the book pretty easy. Yeah, uh, it, it, the sarcophagus just falls in their lap when they're digging around. Um, and then the the whole thing where they the magi come in. We already talked about how they he pulls a stick of dynamite out and then they they leave. And then they still keep fucking around with the tomb, and it opens up, and the mummy comes out, which is going to be Imhotep. Can we play clip number five? Is he supposed to look like that? No, I've never seen a mummy look like this before. He's, he's still... still... Juicy. juicy. Yes. <laughs> Look how they land on the same word. Yeah, jinx. We both are thinking <laughs> juicy. Coke. <laughs> he is pretty juicy. Yeah. He's pretty juicy. You know? I mean, it's accurate. He's a juicy corpse. Um, so then she opens a book and reads from it, which we already talked about is the major flaw of where it's like, no! It's all these thousands of people, the plagues, everything is your fault now. So they're, Own up to it. I, I might just be Let me know if we have here. any more time than 13 minutes. If not, it's okay. Um, I might just be... Um, ignorant in saying this, but like she's reading hieroglyphics, right? Mm-hmm. Those translate to Egyptian word. Like, how aren't they just images? And can't you just read translate them to any language? I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. Maybe that's just. I don't know. Oh, I might just be stupid because she's reading it in a different language. May- mm. Now we're just. This is the rabbit hole that I'm not willing to go down. Yeah, I can't even. You, there's too many layers to this. Yeah, it's hurting it's my head a, a very, little bit. It's a very layered. I want to. I want to Egyptian Charlie Day my head against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so now the mummy awakes, and it, all hell breaks loose. Uh, they come face to face with the mummy, and I love that the mummy screams, and we get one of the first of Brendan Fraser's scream back, mm-hmm. where he's like, "Ah!" It's pretty. That's a better impression than the Egyptian Charlie Day. It's not bad. Uh, then he shoots him in the face, and he's like, I killed it, okay? I killed the mummy, don't worry, I killed it. And the head Magi guy is like, A, probably thinking, fuck, we probably should have killed these dudes and not let them stay one more night right. when they were already so close to the tomb that we knew about. And then he tells him that they're in big trouble because, play clip number six, please. Now this, this creature is the bringer of death. You will never eat, you will never sleep, you will never stop. It's weird because I actually saw some leaked uh, Trump 2020 um, election material. Yeah. And his, sorry, his new campaign, instead of uh, Make America Great Again, because we've pretty much given up on that premise. Because uh-huh. uh, we did it. We made America great. <laughs> it's great. Success. Success. Yeah. Uh, it's actually um, a little bit more ominous. And um, weirdly, it's Steve Bannon that does the voiceover in kind of like a Dracula voice. Oh. And it's oddly, I think they just ripped off the mummy because I heard it the other day and it was this. Now this, this creature is the bringer of death. 
He will never eat. He eats never sleep. He will never stop. That's true. Here's it's funny you Two should out, say one out of three ain't that's, bad. That's Hall of Fame baseball career. Um, you you mentioned Steve Bannon, which is great because uh, I at a press conference recently, Steve Bannon was asked to do a Charlie Day impression, and he he gave us this. Now this this creature is. Which the one are you going for? That's the one. It's like it. this isn't even close to Charlie Day. <laughs> Steve Bannon. And, Steve Bannon's uh, terrible at impressions. I think we can all agree on that. I think, right? we, I think we can all agree. I think swing and a miss. Your face confused me though because <laughs> I thought you were like wrong one, and I was like, "What the fuck one were you hoping for?" No, that's the one. That's the one. That's, that's the one. That was my hopeful face. So uh, Benny brings his necklace up and he starts praying in different languages, mm-hmm. and then he settles on the language of the slaves. And the mummy's like, "I can use you." And then Benny's basically the mummy's bitch for the rest of the movie. Yep. They head back to Cairo. They've unleashed this. This mummy of epic proportions. And so their their next best thing is to go back to the most heavily populated city nearby. Sure. And try and leave. Sure. Uh, the mummy stalks them back there, uh, eats one of the guys, starts to fully form again. He sucks him dry. And then Brendan Fazier, uh, you know, understatement of the year. Clip number seven, please. <clears throat> we are in serious trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You are. Yeah. You couldn't have seen this one coming? Here's here's my suggestion for the Magi. Yeah. Is, um, so everyone's coming there to get this treasure, right? You can get to the treasure without unleashing the mummy. Just let him right? get the treasure. Just let him get the treasure. Just, like, cone off the mummy part. Yeah, just, like, put, like, a hazard. You know, like, ancient museums spirit. put up things that are, like, do not touch yeah. the art. Yeah. Just, you know, don't touch the book and just go get the treasure. Everything else is fine, guys. Because they couldn't give a fuck about the treasure. There's they were a just like. Plethora. It's just those bookworms, Rachel Weiss and British dude, really wanted that book. I wonder what sort of like like strength of signal that book had. Like if you took the book back to Cairo oh, and read. I think no matter what. It oh, would have awoken the mummy? I think so. Damn. I wonder if you took it back to like the United States if it would still awaken Americans. Americans. <laughs> so, so then. <laughs> then he says, uh, I didn't, I don't think I pulled the, oh yeah, yeah, here we go. So, uh, we find out that he's afraid of, he, uh, cats, he disappears, uh, they realize that Rachel Vice is gonna be sacrificed, they go rescue an Egyptologist, all this stuff happens, <laughs> whatever, he chucks a chair at Benny, we're skipping around cause we just fucked ourselves with time, cause like I said, we're barely a show. With our, but we are the, a show. We though. are a show. The mummy, he, Imhotep shows up and vomits locusts on everybody. Uh, fucking balls of fire come down. Yeah. A plague of locusts. Feasibly thousands of people are murdered in these plagues yeah. and, and fireballs. And no one at any point confronts Rachel Weisz like, Hey, this is your fault. You did this to you us. You did all of this. You did this. I, I would really like to know where the Cairo police were. <laughs> Nowhere to right? be found. Where, that's, uh, maybe there's a backup Maybe. Um, and also uh, the Cairo news trucks. Like, Yeah, where's the Cairo news? No one's interested in Cairo. I need the people of Cairo to be more involved. Step it up. Yeah. But so now uh, when they... when And this is also funny how like the mummy, he likes to just show off. Yeah. Because when, uh, when Rachel is sleeping, I like to call her Rachel, you know, we're first name basis, yeah. and I'm just paranoid that I'm pronouncing vice wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's with a vice... It's. It depends on if you're reading the hieroglyphics in which language you're reading. I'm gonna call her R.W. from R- here on R-dubs. out. R.Dubs. Yeah. When he goes to see R.Dubs, uh, instead of kicking the door open or bursting it open, 
he turns into sand and sneaks in through the keyhole, that sneaky little devil. Yep. His powers seem limitless. Like, he just keeps getting stronger and stronger, and he can just fucking show off. He does anything. Vomit locusts turn into sand, kiss her, and his face kind of melts, and then she, then Brendan Fraser busts in and saves the day by really insulting his, his looks. Can we play clip number eight? Get your ugly face off her. Come on. Look what I got. My favorite part at the end of there is it's just how Brendan Fraser delivers that line. He's like, look what I got. And then the mummy goes, and the cat goes, and then the mummy it's always this is a screaming match movie where it's like can it you top this scream that's the only way to deal with someone screaming in your face is just to just scream, scream, scream right back at them I hear, yeah it's just like you know if you ever get like confronted by somebody be crazier than them always I guess, right yeah uh, and then we learn that cats are the the they watch over the underworld so, so that's why this was another just like, kind of, it was like a thrown in oof, line like, yeah hmm. like we need something to be able to scare this yeah. all powerful yeah, mummy yeah. why not cats why not cats you know, uh, it's weird though that I I react very similarly to cats because, but I'm just super allergic. That's oh, why. So I'm just kind of yeah. like, Aah! and that's just because my lungs are closing up and I need an EpiPen. I'm killing it with these impressions. You truly today. are. Like, that was, but that was an impression of you. Aah! Yeah. Yep. Let me let me do an impression of what I sound like. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't going to do it. I was oh, just saying, oh, oh, I was, I was that ready. was my impression of you. Oh, okay. Doing an impression. Okay, of I you. like it. That was very. Meta. I can do it though. Here we go. Ready? There we go. Look at that. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> what are we doing today? Um, so they now they have to find the gold book because the book of the dead brings him back. Right. And the gold book, whatever, I forget what it's called, kills him. And conveniently, it's at the exact same place, just in a different tomb. It's not like they have to go somewhere else. <laughs> What if they had? Uh, what if they had accidentally gotten the gold book first? Would they have like extra killed him? Do you maybe, think? Maybe yeah. they should have really researched this a little bit more. They should have. I mean, there's yeah. hundreds of dudes that show up with boils, and now they are the slaves of Imhotep, and they full on shoot the shit out of so many of them. Bullet, bullets riddled. They at one point drive the car and mow them down. These are all innocent people who have been possessed by Imhotep. Yeah, this is like from the faculty, right? Where like yeah. they were just killing the aliens, but like you're actually killing those people. <laughs> super weird. Yeah. I just want to, like I wanted an epilogue scene that would have been super fucking dark where, <laughs> where Brendan Fraser and R-Dubs and worst magi ever roll back into t- Cairo like, hey, we saved you guys. And it's just like the m- women and children going like, but you murdered all our fathers <laughs> and husbands. Like, you're terrible people, and they're like, just, whoops. Just like the mummy, whoops. too, is them going from funeral to funeral to funeral. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> so fucked up, but it's true. It's true. Like, they murder. It's not like when he goes back and his soul gets taken off by the blue ghost uh, carriage. Yep. It's not like they get magically reborn. No. Show us that. Show us that Please. they get. Because otherwise, as much fun as I have with this movie, I'm thinking of the. Hundreds of families without. Well, to be fair, all fathers. they have to do is find what I'm sure is the bronze book. Yeah, the bronze book to yep, bring yep. these people yep. back to life. Yep. And I'm sure they'll have extra it's fine. powers. It's fine. It's in but, a deleted scene. You know. Oh my god! So then they drive off, and Benny shows up again. This little bitch, Benny. And uh, and clip number nine. Can we play that? This is this is Brendan Fraser really telling Benny he's going to get his. We're going to get yours, Benny. You hear me? You're going to get yours. Oh. Like I've never heard that before. Uh, like I've never heard that before. 
Ava. It's weird because I just, uh, when you weren't looking, I checked my phone and uh, I got trolled by Schmishmamby. Son of a bitch. Schmishmamby was super mad that I, that, I, that I threw him under, that I just put him on blast, as the kids say these days. They say it. And lit him up. He literally tweeted at me. Disc, play clip number nine. <laughs> You're going to get yours, Betty. You hear me? You're going to get yours. And then oh, I, like I replied. Like I've never heard that before. <laughs> and I just kind of solidified why I deserve to be picked on. Yeah, then. you said it, and then you immediately had self-reflection of like, fuck, this fuck, is why. This is the reason. Yep, yep. I see. I understand, Schmish. Rachel, <laughs> our dubs gets taken because he's like, I'll spare you. Doesn't really spare, and then as soon as she walks off, of course he goes kill them. Which again in movies, when the main villain is just like, I don't care to actually kill you. Yeah, that's not his accent at all. And by the way, he's not an ugly face. He's actually a pretty pretty mummy. He's got like very yeah. like you know, he's got very soft features. He's for got a mummy. like there was that hole in his face, yeah. which was it's like not his fault. The main he wasn't issue. fully formed yet. Right. So then, um, Why? but that's like. For a serious yeah. moment, that's body shaming. Yeah, it is I just want to put that out there. Right. Brendan Fraser, not cool, dude. Not cool, dude. He hadn't fully formed yet. Yeah, the more you know. He's so still, still mummified. Now we have Brendan Fraser giving uh, Imitep a little run for his money, saying, "Hey, it's kind of like the I'll be seeing you again within like three minutes of itself." Mm-hmm. Um, as Imitep walks off with our dubs, Brendan Fraser looks at him and says, "Clip number ten, please." I'll be seeing you again. I it's weird because I realized the intensity of that delivery. Um, back in the day, I was on a date with a girl that I met at Tokyo Delves, this rock and roll sushi bar I used to work at, and I, I hit on her while I was waiting on her, and we hit it off. I took her to this Italian restaurant, and right before I dropped her off at the end of the night, instead of giving her a kiss because I thought I'd be like romantic and mysterious, I just looked at her and I said, "I'll be seeing you again." And uh, that restraining order, I'm pretty sure, is still active. That's that's um, a tough one to deal with. You know, it was the not blinking thing that really, the just full on, I'll be seeing you again. <laughs> that was just kind of weird. Just the dead stare. The dead stare. <laughs> yeah. It's like I looked through her like she was one of those 3D paintings that you're supposed to yeah. unfocus. The magic eye? Yeah. The uh, magi? The mag- magi guy. <laughs> magi guy? Um, I think the, the other problem with that was that you then held that pose until yeah. she went inside. Yeah, super weird. Because <laughs> you like didn't have a plan B. You were just like, here I am. Super weird. Yeah. It's my fault. It's my That's fault. all right. So then they go. Uh, she gets taken away. They murder the hell out of a bunch more innocent people. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are just possessed. You, to be fair, we don't know if they're innocent. We in a know. moment, they were innocent, but they probably did something shitty at yeah, some point in sure. their lives. I'm sure they did something so, shitty. you know, karma. Karma, exactly. Karma comes in the way of being possessed by boils. Yeah. Uh, so then they go find his British general, who really just wants to die in battle. And <laughs> he, the lit- best. he literally the- serves to just have a cameo to fulfill exactly what they say in this clip. Can we play clip number 11? Is it dangerous? Well, you probably won't live through it. Ah, <laughs> Do you really think so? <laughs> well, everybody else we bumped into has died. Why not you? What's the, uh, what's the challenge, then? Rescue the damsel in distress, kill the bad guy, and save the world. Oh, <laughs> Winston Havelock, at your service, sir. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he pretty much ends up doing he exactly, does exactly that. that. He doesn't really save the world like he kind of does, I guess. But he, he takes like, him on a plane over there. He contributes. He, they get there faster yeah. because of him. <laughs> they should have taken the camel. They would have gotten there real yeah, fast. Yeah, they're flying the plane. The giant, uh, the mummy makes a giant sand face mummy. Which, by the way, all the special effects in this movie still work. Like pretty cool. They're really cool. Yeah. And the mummy is eating the plane, and then Rachel R. Dubs. Uh, takes Imhotep and makes out with him and he's distracted for a minute because he's got his mummy boner on and he's like, this isn't happening in a while. And then he turns back and he's like, no. They crash. Here's and here's the problem with the crash. British dude dies. Is there were two people hanging onto the wings, and they right? Live. They lived. The other the pilot. people in the plane live. Only the pilot dies. <laughs> it's just because they didn't want to have to bring him. He had a really strict contract. I, for this I sort of feel like he took some sort of arsenic or something and was just well, like, fuck it. I'm going to die no matter what. Yeah. I'm gonna... <laughs> Do we have any more time than a minute and 47 seconds, or is that it? We, we've already squeezed. Did we squeeze? Oh. Unfortunately, that's it. Fuck that's me. It. All right. Okay, here. We're going to keep going. We, I can't um, fuck you. We only have a minute 40 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so then they, there's all this awesome stuff that happens in the end. Imhotep awakens his dead lover. There's a creepy awesomeness of the, the wife coming back and kind of these cool horror moments. There's these awesome battles with the, the zombies where I love the, the stuff where he, like, Brendan Fraser swings back and hits the head of one zombie. It pulls the head off and slams it into another. Yeah. When he cuts the legs off of the one and the tomb he was about to crush Brendan Fraser with crushes him. There's great stuff. We don't need to get into all the minutia of the battle scene because it's awesome. And... We already talked about how he tosses him like seven hundred times, um, <laughs> and the, the anyways in the very end we already talked about how they all get away except everyone. Well, everyone dies everyone except dies. the Magi. Uh, Benny dies. Our Dubs lives, and Brendan Fraser, and they have Benny's treasure on his horse because he went back for more treasure. And yep. it's like, ooh, good for you guys! You contributed to the murder of hundreds of people, but you get treasure. Treasure, you win. Good things um, happen to those who do bad. Who, things. who awaken the dead? <laughs> yeah. There's so much awesomeness in this. Uh, the the beetle crawling up of uh, what the of Jonathan's skin, mm-hmm. and then they cut it out. Just why? If you haven't seen this movie in a while, just watch the third act. If no, watch the whole thing. But the third act is chock full of amazing action. That's one thing I know we've been ripping on ridiculousness of this movie because that's what we do. But the action in this movie is really fun. It's, it's great. Spot it's top notch. It's super badass, mm-hmm. and and just it's just got a fun kind of Indiana Jones adventure feel to it. Uh, can we play clip number twelve? Because this is how I feel about this movie as it kept kept going on. This just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> this is exactly how I felt. This is, as each new sequence happened, I was like, this just keeps getting better and better. It's just trying to top itself. And now this is the final clip we'll have because we got we ran out of time because we bullshitted too much at the top about God knows what. Um, this is the scream-off between Brendan Fraser and the warrior mummies that come out of the walls. Can we play clip number 13? That's Brendan Fraser. That's the mummy. <laughs> My favorite thing is at the end. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And, you know, I actually think that um, <clears throat> it's similar to the new mummy, actually, because mm. I believe that uh, that Tom Cruise is the first one yelling, the second one is the female mummy, and then the third one is every audience. Yeah, <laughs> uh-uh. 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 No. Or everyone's standing right outside the theater, looking in, seeing no one there, and just uh-uh. being like, that. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Now, I know we tease this movie a lot, because there's some ridiculous stuff in it, but holy hell, this is a fun movie. And if we didn't make that abundantly clear, we are sorry. 
to Brendan Fraser. Uh, we love this movie. I, I had a blast. I think it's super fun. It's ridiculous, but in all the right ways. Um, I will easily watch this again. Maybe not the new Mummy. Yep. But that's fine. Until next time, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Schmish Schmamby on Twitter. No. Perfect. At Too Much Jesse, Twitter and Instagram for a sketch at The Prom Losers. Yeah, you can find me at The Ben Begley on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, until next time, we'll figure out something. We, got, we don't know what, but it'll be happening. So uh, let us know if you see The Mummy. Let me know if we should go check it out. Convince me on Twitter, please. Let us know what you think of this. Let and me know the if other you see Pixels. Many sequels. <laughs> until next time. What is your guilty movie pleasure? From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.